Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's talk a little bit about David Bakhtiari, one of the best, if not the best, pass-blocking tackles in all of football. Now it's time to go under the helmet with Green Bay left tackle David Bakhtiari. Tell you what, though, David Bakhtiari had a heck of a first half when Khalil Mack was lined up over him. He got no pressures out of that. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, stop by their dealership for the best offers on new and used Mercedes-Benz luxury cars and SUVs in Milwaukee. Go to Mercedes of MilwaukeeNorth.com. All right, joining us now on the Wendy's Big Show, the all-pro left tackle for your Green Bay Packers, David Bakhtiari. Good afternoon, David. Thanks for coming on. Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. I mean, everybody listening uh, around the state of Wisconsin, I promise you, wants to know how you are doing at this point. They said you left with a chest injury. So uh, what's going on? (laughs) Um, I don't like ever disclosing my injuries. Uh, I can just tell you that it's definitely not uh, season-ending, and I'm just going to take it one day, one step at a time, and I'll be back out there. Are you playing this Sunday, though? Can we talk about this Sunday? <laughs> I gave you more than enough, more than I've said to anyone. Yeah, all right, all right. I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. I'll, 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 leave, I'll leave it at that. I got no Gary and Leroy here to interrupt me, so I, I, I'm trying to get used to this whole one-on-one thing with you. All right, so let's talk a little bit. Uh, about the game from over the weekend. I, I mean, you guys go up 10 nothing. I, I think the fan base is thinking like, all right, hey, they may run away run away and hide in this game against Tampa Bay. And then there's the pick six uh, that Aaron throws, and then the pick right after that. How did that kind of change the vibe, I guess, if it changed it at all as far as in the huddle, on the sidelines, uh, with this offensive unit after those two picks? Um, I mean, never good having turnovers in general. That's for starters. And then uh, secondly, you know, when you throw a pick six, that's that, that, that hurt, that hurts the offense kind of the, um, you know, the momentum that we had and then both of them back to back, it just didn't put us in a good position. And then we weren't able to counter, get out, put our defense in good positions. And then, you know, the game started slipping away and you got to tip your hat uh, to the bucks. You know, they stayed strong. They kept at it and they, they're a good football team. And, uh, they're good up front. They're a good defense, and they uh, nothing else to it other than the fact that they they went out there and they beat us. They stayed true to who they were, and they got the better of us that day. Tom Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari here on the Wendy's Big Show on 1250 AM. The fan. There's been some comparison and conversation about that San Francisco defense and, and that front seven and, and the issues that they provided uh, versus what this Tampa Bay front seven looked like. Can you compare and contrast the the two? Uh, the, which one? Sorry, you kind of broke. San out right Francisco uh, last year uh, versus Tampa. Uh, I mean, they're they're both good fronts, uh, both fronts that you definitely need to prepare for. 
uh, I would say on the top end. You know, I, I don't want to say who was better or the other because uh, I don't want to be any bulletin board material. But sure. uh, both both good talented fronts and uh, uh, fronts that you know need to be respected. And you need you need to have a, you need to have a good game when you go out and play them. You can't you can't just show up and expect for them to roll over because that's that's not the type of front that those those guys are. They're going to bow to you for four straight quarters and they got uh, playmakers all across the line and even uh, on their linebackers. I think that's the one thing I can compare and say uh, pretty. Uh, uh, that was pretty even was definitely their linebacker play. They got fast athletic linebackers that if you can't uh, take care of and make sure they keep them guessing, they can, uh, they can kind of, I I wouldn't say expose you, but they can definitely get after you in in the run game and put us in uh, tough situations. So let's, let's talk about that for a second. Cause from a fan perspective, which is where I'm coming from, I'm not the former player like Gary or Leroy. So when you're maybe struggling a little bit there in the first half with dealing with that that speed of the linebackers and so forth, are there adjustments that you can make as a, as a line to try and overcome that, or is it more just a physical thing than anything? Uh, no, it's really just kind of staying true to who we are, uh, doing what we can, but just keep you know being cognizant of you know the the talent that is is playing at linebacker and, and don't let them get on a groove, don't let them start you know making plays and when they start making plays they get more energized they got they got a good feel for the game i mean i gotta tip my hat to them I, those are two very good linebackers and they uh were respected going into the game and they kind of were as advertised let's talk um, about they, and go ahead they did they, and, and they did a very good job let's talk about sue uh just for a moment here uh Aaron rogers is on to. the pat well just because rogers brought it up today on the pat mcafee show and you know he was asked uh, by him and aj hawk about the whole Brett Favre uh, and Warren Sapp thing about how, yeah, they kind of went back and forth, but it was kind of more of a friendly thing. Uh, and then Rodgers, and I, I don't have the sound right now, we're having some issues on, on this side here in the, in the building, but I kind of just said that, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily pleasantries being ex- exchanged between the two of, him, of, of them. From your perspective as an offensive lineman in dealing with a guy like Sue, is it his mouth? Is it his actions? Like, what is it that gets under everybody's skin when they got to deal with that guy? Um, I'd say more of his actions. I mean, guys talk. That's kind of the nature of the beast. But, you know, actions speak louder than words, so to speak. And with him, I mean, he's just throughout his history, he has done what he's done. And you can't really. Uh, say one way or another or try and make it look good. I mean, he, he's done dirty things and he's gotten fined for that, you know, to significant amounts, I believe to six figures worth. And that kind of just talks about, you know, who he is. If he's got someone in a compromised position, granted, depending on how he's feeling, he will potentially take advantage or expose. That's an individual. And that's, that's not something that uh, I, I can, I would really co-sign with. What what about from a, a game planning? I don't know if a game plan necessarily is the right way to phrase it, but when you're going into a game dealing with a guy like Sue as offensive lineman, are you guys kind of a little bit more uh, head on a swivel, kind of a little bit more aware of what where he's at and what he's up to regarding your quarterback or other offensive linemen around you? Uh, no, I'm you know going into the game, our biggest thing was you know to keep him in check and make sure one he doesn't get going because I think he gets. Uh, <laughs> it's just to keep him in check. That's that's the main thing is making sure that he doesn't do anything. Uh, because if we give if we give him any bit of slack, he will, like you saw, um, he'll take any any and all cheap shots, and uh, that's something that we 
knew going into the game and that he, when had the opportunity to, would capitalize on. Talking with David Bakhtiari, Packers uh, All-Pro left tackle here on the Wendy's Big Show on 1250 AM, the fancy Sparky Pfeiffer and David Bakhtiari. What about that play where Rodgers, uh, well, we thought it was a touchdown at that moment. They ended up pulling it away, but where he dives in the end zone, uh, Winfield Jr. Uh, takes that shot at him at that moment in time. Uh, your thoughts on that play? Um, I saw the tail end of it. I really just saw Aaron on the ground. Um, and immediately, I mean, my first reaction is run over there and do what we do best, protect him in any, 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 any way, in any fashion. And it, it was awesome to see guys like Robert Tanyan, who were already close to the uh, the play, get in on the action early, kind of let that guy know that that, that was, uh, I can't use the word on the radio, but it was not okay. And uh, we were going to physically let him know and have our presence felt. And then, you know, once the Calvary ran in, we uh, let it be known. But I, I was happy to see Aaron pop up right away, make let us know that the hit didn't hurt him, and go ahead and celebrate and do do what you do, man. I mean, if you put yourself out in the line like that and your body like that, we, you know, you go right ahead and celebrate and make us feel make us feel good for what you just did. I, I don't think that celebration was okay. I, I don't I, I don't think <laughs> I mean I can appreciate how good he is as a quarterback. That celebration, I, I I'm not quite sure it was family appropriate either at this moment of time, David. I thought it was hilarious. Uh that's a that's a from Keen Peel and Yep. I I hope he does it more often. I I, I that's one of my favorite uh um, episode of Keen Peel. I thought it was yeah, that he executed the uh, <laughs> the pumps to, uh, to to perfection. Honestly, it was funny. <laughs> he didn't realize that you guys went and took up for him on that hit. So he popped up and he said to them, "Pat McAfee show." He's like, "I'm looking around, like, oh, what's going on?" And realized that that you guys were overdoing that, and then had to make a decision of whether or not he was going to do it. And by that point, Tunyon was kind of coming over. So he decided to do it, which, again, very funny. Uh, no matter who you are, I think you probably laughed oh, yeah. at that Aaron Rodgers celebration. So that game is done. I've heard Rodgers, Kenny Clark, Billy Turner, and others say, well, you know, you know, us getting us butt kick, our butt kicked maybe is a wake-up call and gets us going in the right direction. We've heard Matt LaFleur this week say you guys had three bad days of practice uh, last week. I guess my question, again, from a fan perspective is – is there any way to know whether or not the team is kind of feeling themselves and needs a wake-up call at that moment in time? I asked Leroy that, and he said that he thought it was kind of hard to kind of, you know, get that feel when you're in the locker room and you're playing at that moment in time. Yeah, I mean, I, there are times we've gone to a game and I've felt a certain way, a vibe, and we've gone out there and I've been completely incorrect. It was like my instincts were wrong, and there's times where I've felt a certain way going to a game. My instincts were absolutely right. So it's really just a good, like, it, you have to kind of find the – you have to temp or kind of gauge how the team reacts based on what we, you know, what, what's going on around us. And, you know, I agree. I, I agree with them. Uh, I, a lot of people were talking about how great we are, great we were. And clearly, you know, I, I would definitely use it as some sort of wake up call. And I, and I wouldn't say I'm glad cause I want to go 16 0 every game there you go. or every year. And I, I want to win every single game we can. Cause that's why we go out there and play the game, we play the game to win. Um, but if that's what guys need to to kind of kind of come back to reality, so to speak, and kind of be humble, because it's a very humbling league. You can take all the accolades you want for what people say about you, but at the end of the day, you didn't get there by just feeling good about yourself. You got there through grinding, through hard work, through your your preparation, and that's what you need to stick to. And I think that's you know I have had conversations with Corey about it. We've been around a long time uh, and playing this game together. That 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 was one thing that we kind of 
had talked about that you gotta you have to weather the storm either when it's a good storm or a bad storm you have to try as hard as you can to stay i wouldn't say as neutral as possible but you have to stay on your path and what your preparation is and not really stray from that whether whether you're on the highs of highs or lows of lows and that's how you throughout a course of a season how you stay as consistent as possible Talking with David Bakhtiari, Packers uh, upper left tackle here on the fan. I want to follow up. So coming off of a bye week then, and like you said, you've played the game a long time. Coming off of a bye week uh, in the NFL, did you find it year to year that maybe it's a little bit more difficult for these guys, teammates and so forth, to maybe find that same concentration level than versus, say, playing four or five weeks in a row and you're going through it each week time and time again versus coming off a bye week, maybe it's a little bit more difficult? Uh, sorry, you broke out again. What did you say? It's as far as concentration level goes, you know, going into that next week of practice coming off of a bye week, does mm-hmm. concentration tend to be an issue uh, coming off of a bye week in most years, uh, or was this kind of a anomaly as far as your time in Green Bay? Again, I, I think it just it, it speaks to the preparation and, and the, uh, I would just say, how, uh, how well we can handle success and failure. You know, sure. it's it's going to it's going to say a lot about our team. You know, obviously we need to stay true to who we are and what we do, and that that shows because you know this is a very competitive league. On the other side of the coin, you know, how do we respond to adversity? Now we just had a team basically punch us right in the mouth. How are we going to respond? And I and I would anticipate and assume that we are going to respond with how we play Packer football, and that right there will tell a lot, and then it'll help us whenever we're in the situation again, because that's why I always enjoy facing adversity. Cause then you know how to, you know how to navigate once you're in a compromised situation. Cause if you've never been in a compromised situation, you don't, you don't really know how to, uh, how to get out of it and how to work through. It. And I think that, you know, I, I, I hate comparing us to like military, but I mean like when they, um, you know, all their courses and all the preparation that they go through, they've had them face as much adversity, if not, even worse adversity they would uh, they would face out there so then they can basically perform even better when, when, when called upon, and they know how to respond. Next up for the Packers, the Houston Texans this week. Uh, your thoughts on facing that Texans defense? Um, I, I, again, I think it's a good front. I think uh, they're a hungry football team that, has, that hasn't won as, as much as they'd like, and – Again, I think we're going to get their best shot. So, you know, coming in, I think uh, biggest thing you got to buckle that chin strap and get ready, get ready for a four quarter battle, and you know, weather the storm. I think that's the most important thing for us going into this game. What did you uh, What did you do on your bye week since you had that time off? <laughs> uh, well, we had to stay in town. We had COVID testing every day, so oh. really just took. A, I, I went fishing, um, spent some time with the. Uh, with the missus and uh do you make some wreaths i did not she did i did not it would have been a perfect time for you to learn how to do it so you can help in the off season uh you know I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and leave the wreath, wreath making <laughs> business to her i'll just be on the uh the finance side uh, and that website again is what frankie's wreath co.com frankie's wreath yes. co.com Fra- frankie's wreath co.com or i think frankie's wreath co yeah frankie's wreath co.com um, go check it out. I mean, she makes everything from uh, anything seasonal to any, and they're all custom. They're one of one, made 
to you, for you, by her. And I was thinking about that, uh, too. I mean, if you – we talk about Thanksgiving and Halloween and those things, but you could always do something around your kid's baseball team or football team or basketball team or something along those lines, too. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's so funny seeing the certain uh, reefs she's had to make and the customizations, and I I think that's awesome. I I never expected this many people to enjoy that many reefs. And and the cool thing about them that I I appreciate is that they last forever. So – uh, when you're buying it, it's not something you're getting just to last for a few months because the, uh, the, uh, how she makes it and what she uses lasts a lifetime. David Bakhtiari, thanks so much for coming on. Next week, I think we'll have Gary and Leroy back with us. We'll have these issues fixed, and uh, they'll join me. And uh, good luck against the Texans this week. If you play, you did say you're not out for the season, so I'm very happy about that. Maybe we'll get more out of you uh, next week. <laughs> yeah. Keep working yeah, on it. Probably the week, week goes on. I think uh, information will come up, but appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, and uh, you take care. You bet you take care. There he is, David Bakhtiari on the Great Midwest Bank hotline of applying for a home renovation loan. As you're feeling anxious, breathe. And let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.